0: Those claps—they weren't very close together, but it's fine. I work. It's mainly for like approximation purposes. I don't even believe in the
1: clap thing. I think the clap thing is something that I think it's something that people invented just to just to mock me.
0: You're a clap truther.
1: Yeah, I'm a clap truther. <laughs> um, it, I think you're it all, does in, make you're editing all the episodes in the pocket a lot easier. of big clap.
2: Oh, we don't we don't know what you're talking about suddenly Pocket clapping
0: at clap. my door <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's everyone was just trying to synchronise their recordings for the NHS
1: <laughs> for the NHS Um, why for the NHS
0: yeah because because they were clapping for the NHS
1: yeah. oh I see oh no no that's good topical
0: very topical, yeah. Um, I was told there would be no political satire. <laughs> and there hasn't been. Sorry, then no, no, um, no, this is
1: all political satire. Uh Milo, do you want to uh do you want to do some of your Jeremy Corbyn bits?
0: <laughs> no. Um Hello and <laughs> welcome to Masters of Our Domain. It's the it's the fourth episode. Uh it's season one, episode four. I'm I'm Milo Edwards, and I'm joined as ever by my co host, Phoebe Roy. Hi there. Yeah, that's all she ever says. Um, (laughs) And on this occasion, we are joined by a very special guest, Rajiv Kharia. Rajiv, hello. Hello. Lovely to be on the pod. We we love to be on the pod. Um, I've discovered on this podcast, I've kind of taken on a slightly Hussain energy, and I'm not sure why. Um, Uh, I find myself talking in short (laughs) syllables and saying things like, um, hello.
1: So, uh, welcome. And uh, we're uh, here to... uh, Talk about uh Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, that would Seinfeld would be great if Hussein was a character in it. That would rule. Just an additional
1: <laughs> So you know you so have you have you seen this um incredible petition to delete to digitally delete Donald Trump from Home Alone two? And, repl- Fucking and hell. replace him with Joe Biden, which I now, having thought that this was ridiculous, I now support it because it's such a brilliantly mad idea. Because it's how? So because funny. how could you possibly explain Joe Biden wandering around in the same way that you could um, explain Trump wandering around? It's it's
0: with with Joe Biden in it. It's the same scene, except instead of uh, the kid asking him for directions, he's asking the child for directions because he doesn't know <laughs> he's where he is. Just
1: saying, where am I? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: How did I get here? Um, Some
0: men in white coats come and lead him away. Yeah, But if they do so, replace him,
2: it'll be good. We can get 1990s Joe Biden with his business mullet.
1: Yeah. Oh, good point. I love the business I mullet. I love the business mullet. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so we could they call start- call it in Australia? A mullet. <laughs> <laughs> so we could uh, start a petition to digitally insert Hussein into every single episode of Seinfeld.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could just replace Elaine with Hussein. It even rhymes. It does, yeah. That would work. Yeah. In the um, way in in the 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 trash future family, are, are you the Jerry Seinfeld? Is that directed at me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, can, I suppose so. In the sense that I'm the only one that does stand up. That's true. Yeah. Riley, I guess, is the the George.
1: No. So this is the thing we've we've been we've been back and forth on this, and I'm not I'm not satisfied with Riley fulfilling all of the. All of the conditions, all of the material conditions to be George Costanza. I don't think he is. Mm. I think I think Riley's got a more Jerry but Kramer inflicted energy, which is an unusual, which is an unusual there, quadrant.
2: There is like um, I think from. What I've met of Riley, he has Kramer vibes in the. What you know, I've Kramer, met of
0: Riley. From what I've met of, right? <laughs> I, uh, I've seen him in parts. <laughs> you can't be exposed to all of Riley at once. It's too dangerous. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure what he looks like from the waist down.
2: Uh, I've mm. not seen. But um, but you know how Kramer is, uh, has, is has got unusual hobbies. I think that matches up to Riley. Mm. Kramer will be like, oh, I built this birdhouse. I could see Riley doing that.
0: Yeah, Riley would build a birdhouse but for wine. That would be that would be the concept there. Um, I've realised that we've we've sort of begun this podcast talking about people that we know, yeah, that the listeners might plausibly be aware of, but it's not it's not great broadcast etiquette. No, it's not. it's not.
1: So let's stop. Let's stop. So should we talk about
0: an episode of Seinfeld? Let's do that. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Let's go for it. Actually, I want to. And going back to the uh, digitally altering things, I think that they should not only digitally insert. Hussein into Seinfeld. They should also digitally insert Trump into Seinfeld. That's what I think. They that should would be do. great. Can you imagine?
0: Jerry, we gotta go. You're on stage in 25 minutes. Listen, I've I've heard enough about this. Uh, this woman, she's coming. I understand that she's coming to see you. Uh, why would you? Why would you make up a spare bed for her? That doesn't make sense. Yeah.
2: You gotta make up the spare bed.
0: <laughs>
2: I, I mean, it totally would. It totally would fit. Trump it. Trump in the 80s and 90s was, you know, it it's it, it's fascinating that he's not referenced in this show. Maybe he is. I don't know, maybe mm, I, I forgot.
1: I, no, I he isn't. And the reason I know this is cuz I remember um just after he was elected this there'd been this like really kind of weird Bernstein bear situation where I suddenly clocked that mm. like literally everything that you watched from the 90s was just kind of riddled with Trump references, and oh, yeah, yeah. and like loads of like nineties hip hop is like is also riddled with Trump references, and there's an episode of Friends which is like which like hinges around them seeing. I, could, them, I know
2: exactly what you mean. Yeah, them seeing Trump exact out reference. and about,
1: and so I th- so I thought I wonder if this happens in Seinfeld, and it doesn't, and this is at least partly because Seinfeld operates in a very weirdly chronologically non-specific bubble it's why it, oh. it's why it's not really possible to properly work out how old they're all supposed to be and apart from there's 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 an, there's an episode which is the
0: only way to make it unproblematic
1: yes no one right. in no one has, has any an kind of power dynamic yeah exactly yeah
0: no one is grooming anyone
2: well it was just it was just the 90s where Men who were somehow thirty had the hairline of men who were forty five, uh, and the bodies of like, I guess athletes from the 1940s <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just very like wide and flat. Yeah, like, not nice, not in any way fat, but also not defined. yeah, and nice nice high trousers to keep everything in, oh yeah,
1: to keep everything barrel middled.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: and, and yet <laughs> inexplicably,
2: unbearably sexy to the women they come across. The, the connection between George Costanza and Fraser Crane—it's just like th- that was oh. hot back then. Back in '93, that's what hot was.
1: Interesting. I, I'm sorry, I've, I've been I've been completely uh, completely flabbergasted and uh, and, th- and therefore silenced. People are by... now reconsidering
0: the sexuality of George <laughs> Costanza—the raw sexual pull, the
1: raw sexual magnetism. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Although I think, I think Frasier's got a certain, certain vibe.
2: After he cut his business mullet, mm. <laughs> the Frasier mullet which you get at the latter half of Cheers, actually, no, the whole of Cheers and the first few seasons of Frasier, it's just like, how, how was this man, he was supposed to be a psychiatrist. How could you trust a man like this? No wonder he had to move to doing radio psychiatry.
0: The point of the mullet is that it extends out of the back of the head so as not to impede you when you're going to town on the pussy.
1: <laughs> so That's so what it's for the point of the mullet is is what, a matter of aerodynamism? is that this this what we're <laughs> <Aerodynamism> <laughs> that's what we is a saying. great word which
0: I'm not sure exists but it does do, now
2: do you want to have shoulder length hair but you're worried it'll impede your pussy eating abilities <laughs> don't worry have we, have we got the haircut
0: for you <laughs> do you like business but enjoy the styles of Australia <laughs> <laughs> did you really like Crocodile Dundee
1: <laughs> business at Did the Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee have a mullet? Business at the front, well, pussy think, at the back No, but he right. <laughs> He led well, to the, the, the whole like, the um,
2: Australia interest mm. it, Like I think in the late 80s there was a, Crocodile Dundee led to a lot of like Americans being really interested in Australian culture for a very brief period of time well,
1: mm. so, Sorry, what, uh, uh, what, you're, what you're saying here that Crocodile Dundee is some kind of pro-Australia PR move they're just like okay. we, just not. Mean, we just we just haven't is, we just haven't heard we haven't heard enough about Australia recently. So we need to launch Australia for the Americans. Yeah, the Australian
0: CIA invented crocodile dundee yeah, specifically to think. promote <laughs> yeah. So
2: they could sell more Australia.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well actually as we know Australia's not real so the whole thing <laughs> was invented by the real CIA uh, to sell people on the idea of a spherical earth.
1: It's time it's time <laughs> this is great. it's time to bring Australia to the American market because there's just not enough brand awareness of Australia on the ground. Yeah I think like, we've <laughs> made there's
0: someone own. showing a graph in a Wall Street office that says like Expressions of crykeep a hundred thousand people. It's just like a downward line. They're Like something must be done about this.
2: We've made our own QAnon, but the Q stands for Qantas.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's right.
1: Um. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, maybe they should put Crocodiles Dundee into Seinfeld.
0: That would be good. I would. I think Paul Hogan would improve almost any. Any show. Did
1: you know that he also wrote the screenplay? So and- you
0: could say, did you know that he also wrote Seinfeld? Yeah,
1: Paul Hogan, <laughs> oh, yeah. <poor> Hogan wrote <laughs> Seinfeld. Known. No, he Definitely wrote- yeah,
2: based on an Australian series of the same name Seinfeld. Yeah,
1: he. Uh, yeah, he wrote the screenplay and uh, and starred in it so he's a so, he, he so he's of, a multi-talented um, crocodile botherer. he rockied
2: himself he knew what his brand was he wrote a, a good script for it and he was like i'll be the lead yeah. yeah and he made himself a star
1: but this is the thing like when you know that the roles aren't there for you then you've got to write them for mm. yourself
0: you've got to create that, your own what,
1: yeah you've got to market yeah, space If there's no space for you at the table you've got to build your own table and that's what uh oh. that's what australia pr decided uh in america in the 1980s and 90s and this is what uh paul hogan decided when he in conjunction with the australian cia yeah created the character crocodile dundee
3: yeah that's
2: right well i'm i'm glad we could get to the bottom of that you've been listening to q talk <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> to, yeah to the australian to CIA co- to is-
1: crocodile dundee
0: The Australian CIA is just called The CIA and it stands for Crikey it's Australia (laughs) (laughs) Oh man yeah, you to know- that's what people exclaim when they're involved in an op by the Australian CIA. Do you want to know
1: a fun fact about uh, about Paul Hogan, the star and writer of Crocodile oh, Dundee? I've seen so many already. No, I can't no, no, you've no, got no, no. this a, is the best one. Such this a is depth the- of fun, Paul Hogan fact. This is the co- this is the conversation killer. This one. Um, okay. At the start of his career, Paul Hogan claimed he was born in Lightning Ridge, New South Wales, to appear more interesting. He was actually born in Sydney. <laughs> oh.
0: There you go. Oh man! My favourite thing about Paul Hogan is that he was in all those Castle Main Forex ads in the early nineties. And one of these ads is this absolutely incredible thing where they're like they're in the outback somewhere and they're filling up the back of a Ute with beer, Castlemaine Forex, to uh, go on some sort of fishing trip or something. And they've built this gigantic pyramid of beer in the back of the truck that's much like taller than the truck itself. It's probably about fifteen feet high. And then uh, one of them comes out of this, like, shack in the desert with a bottle of sherry and goes, sign for the ladies, and sticks it on the back of the ute as well. And then, like, the whole vehicle collapses, like the axles fall out from the weight of all this. And then Paul Hogan just turns to him and goes, went a bit heavy on the Chevy there, mate. Fuck, went <laughs> a bit heavy on the sherry there, mate. Ruined it. Garbled it. Fucked it. Um... You know, that was, you that know was what when, advertising in Australia. You know when a bit heavy yeah. on
1: the Chevy, mate, were the, uh, the original words to American Pie?
0: <laughs> there was too much Chevy. That there was, was the too point much of Chevy, American yeah. Pie. Yeah. The, the yeah. car was probably too heavy there, so uh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, fell apart.
3: Right.
1: probably what happened to the levy.
2: <laughs> yeah. To be mm. honest, the, the, it's a shame that that's fallen out of uh, vogue. You know, um, beer, now beer and alcohol are... Uh, uh, advertised to you in this way of like, do you want to be in the woods with a bunch of multiracial people who are having an implied orgy? Drink strong <laughs> drink strongbo. And it's just like, no, mm. that's not how it is. Every single brand is like trying to create this like fake eclectic world. Like if you drink mm. Smirnoff, you'll it's it's all supermodels and it's really bohemian and crazy. It's like, I've drunk it, that's not what <laughs> happened. <laughs>
0: Yeah, actually, if you're drinking Strongbow, you'll only ever be having an explicit orgy. No one has ever had a a wink, wink, nudge, nudge orgy under the influence of Strongbow. Drink Strongbow and go dogging. That should be the slogan.
2: Exactly. There's no like eyes wide shut aspect to it.
0: No. It's very much dogging. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've resolved that. Um, (laughs) I suppose this would be a good juncture of the show at which to begin talking about. (laughs) Great juncture. Um, All right. So should we talk about about the first bit. bit? Yeah. Yeah, we the bit. love the bit. This was the bit about men liking to watch uh, kind of construction and or handyman activities. Yeah. It's I a think, very guess, good bit.
1: I think it's a really good <laughs> bit. I think it's very well observed.
2: It, it, well, the <laughs> thing is, I was looking at it being like, oh, this is who did this originally. I feel like I've seen this bit told in different ways by so many different comedians, mm. but... Mm. This is probably one of the original major sources of it and it's a really great bit.
1: It is it is a really good bit. I don't really have I don't have anything to add I don't really have anything to add to it because it is just a just a really really solid bit.
0: Yeah. Well, particularly you the have... bit where he describes standing over a workman in your house and going like, "Oh, you're using a Phillips head?" Yeah, classic. <laughs> yes. That is just such a thing you've heard your dad say to someone.
1: Although I'm pretty sure that I do this as well. So I'm now having a mild gender crisis. <laughs> Phoebe is experiencing re- gender dysphoria. As a, as a result. As a result, <laughs> as a result of watching Seinfeld.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with my gender?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've oh, been, fo- I've been, full fo- I've been, I've been, what's the opposite of cisified? What's the what what What's the other way around? I've been I've been I've fo- got I've been, no idea. I've been, no idea. I've been yeah. I've been I've been I've been, been trans by by Seinfeld. So there you go.
0: Well, that's that's, that's dramatic. It is dramatic, and episode. it's not necessarily
1: something that we expected to see. But I definitely definitely not no. But I definitely definitely do this. I am like I am aware of having done this.
2: Oh, I think I think it's I think it ascends gender. To be honest, I think it's this thing of you have to kind of. It, I think it would take a person of serious self restraint to not drop in a little comment. Because it's, it's almost to say, I too can do this stuff.
1: I am, the, reason I, the, re- the reason I have paid you to come out and do this is uh, mm. because I am pro worker and it's not because I couldn't do it myself, because I could. But, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to stimulate the economy <laughs> by paying someone else to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just trying to be a good guy.
0: What can I say? It would be really funny to imagine a guy who does this to sex workers. The employs.
1: <laughs>
2: huh. Oh, see, yeah, you're doing that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah classic. That's yeah. how I do it myself. Oh, you've got one of those. The the the, the new model. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I've
1: been no, thinking no. about upgrading. Yeah, yeah no, 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 That's good. That, yeah, you no, know, that's that 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 that's that that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, so. I've, I mean, I've had this. I've had this for a while, and it's never, it's never done this before. So, <laughs>
3: yeah. But, uh, um.
2: yeah. No,
1: I think uh, it looks like you're uh, you're doing a pretty good job there. Yeah, these things,
2: you it's, know, it's, you could it's, it's, do it yourself, but uh, you're better off getting a professional
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to fall foul of building regs on this stuff. <laughs> it can really bite you in the ass when you come to sell on.
1: <laughs> and I'm told. I that like that's your... extra
0: in your version of that bit it was as though you had hired a sex worker to fix your penis
1: I mean that's what I that's what I assume goes yeah. on I think it needs bleeding <laughs> I've lost the key um,
0: I thinks it needs a bit of Phillips head it's just making this uh, it's making this weird humming sound I don't really understand where that's coming from yeah my, my, my entire dick system needs repressurizing. that's, what, <laughs> that's the conclusion I've come to yeah yeah
2: yeah it's um, I think it's a really good bit to be honest um, I guess we're looking this is the first season this is you know he was probably using some of his really very strongest material that he'd probably been taken on the road for a couple of years so Mm. and it is a good yeah like the washing
0: machine is the nightclub of clothes yeah
2: the thing is, we've spe- we've grown up with people parodying what Jerry Seinfeld invented. So to actually go back <laughs> and, and and watch this type of stand up and be like, oh no, this is very good. This is actually
1: very very <laughs> solid.
2: Yeah, and and, yeah. and I presume very hard to actually hone in on. Mm.
3: Mm. I, mean,
1: I mean, we 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 tried to in the first episode we tried to kind of uh, come up with a sort of rubric of how to how to come up with these. Um, try to get rid of that bit Um, about how to come up with these bits and the best that we could come up with was that if you just call everything a nightclub of something else then you're basically halfway there mm.
2: so you've got the blank is the blank of blank yeah but it has to
1: be the nightclub specifically okay. the blank yeah. is the nightclub of something else and that's yeah. and that's the kind of founding core principle upon which so you build a Seinfeld the, the bit
2: So you might say the sock drawer is the nightclub of the wardrobe.
1: Yeah, or the nightclub of the socks. Like whichever way you want to play it.
2: Right. Absolutely.
0: I I think a a really a really classic uh, Seinfeld structure is also uh, you're doing this right now, but have you ever asked yourself why?
1: It's. I mean, it's very philosophical on these grounds. It's very kind of insisting that you kind of that you that you sort of step outside yourself and observe the. Pure ridiculousness and futility of human life, and Mm. I don't think a lot. I don't think a lot of stand-ups are are straying into that kind of space philosophically, and I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very much it's just Seinfeld and Andrew Dice Clay really asking the big questions. Hashtag saying it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So should we should we move on to the to the plot of the episode?
1: Andrew Dice Clay is the nightclub of I was fucking this bitch comedians.
2: That, that is yeah. true. He is. That is true. Um, and, he, and often those jokes are told in nightclubs.
1: Yeah. I, mm. imagine,
2: I imagine he owns a couple of nightclubs. Oh,
0: yeah. I could see that. I think, Yeah. I mean, and you know what? He said he was fucking this bitch, and he probably was. He's not a liar. <laughs> <Andrew Dice laughs> Clay. One he one may be many an, things. Say
1: one thing for Andrew Dice Clay. He is not dishonest. He
0: is not, He's <laughs> He's not a virgin. <laughs> that we can say unequivocally. Um yeah, so I, I thought that, that this was like an interesting an interesting plot to an episode of Seinfeld in that it um it would I mean it, it sort of it kind of it, it touched on something in a way, but it was also like highly bizarre. So the basic principle was that uh Jerry gets a phone call from a guy who he's friends with but doesn't like, who always wants to hang out with him and because he was tricked into answering the phone, he now has to hang out with this guy. And then George talks him into, like, friend breaking up with this guy, which he tries to do when he meets him, but then the guy cries. And so Jerry uh, panics and uh, offers to take him to the Knicks game that George has got them tickets for the following week. And then Jerry doesn't want to go with him, so just gives him the tickets, and the guy takes Kramer. That's the. Am I missing yeah, anything? That's
1: it. Yeah, that's, that's, it. that's, yeah, that's the, pretty that, much that, it. That, that's the
0: plot. And then you've got a bit of a subplot
2: of... George telling Je- telling Jerry about um a, a bad date he's had and the subsequent breakup
0: oh yeah, there's something about like George George was coming on too strong in this dating scenario i can't, I can't remember exactly what it was
2: effectively he has wait, i don't know to pull this up it's fallen out of my head, but like you never actually see it it's all um fed back mm. from George to.
0: It's an oral tradition. Yeah.
2: Well, the thing is, the first scene you've got with George talking to Jerry about it, it's like, it's like an Aaron Sorkin show. Like they're using these tracking shots, which I guess they don't carry on using later as Seinfeld develops. But it sort of mm. follows them around the room as if they're talking about something really important. But it's really just George <laughs> complaining that he had. Uh, like he had taken his money out of his wallet, and a piece of dental floss had been attached, and he thinks that derailed the entire date. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, they no, should have what, put something like I, that in the West Wing.
1: What he what he says is that the dental floss flew out, so he panics and accidentally tells this woman that he likes her in order to Classic in order to distract dental floss from confession of affections yeah, scenario. In order to distract from the panic engendered by the dental floss flying out.
2: I mean, would you be embarrassed if you were on a date and some dental floss was in your pocket or stuck to your hand? Uh,
1: I once, um, out of nowhere, got a really, really bad nosebleed on a date. And, nice. the only th- and the only thing that I had in my bag to try to stem the bleeding Uh, And don't and like just just in case you're going to say why don't you just go to the bathroom? I don't know. I just didn't. I was panicking because my nose was bleeding, and it was quite and it was quite dramatic. Uh, So all I had was a was a tampon. So I put a tampon on my nose.
0: I mean, quite effective, to be fair. Yeah,
2: effectively, probably the most effective thing to put on. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it was it was certainly effective. I'm not sure it was the most glamorous I've ever looked.
2: How did your date respond?
1: Well. I'm just trying, just trying.
2: They were like,
0: "Finally, I know what a tampon's for."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just not trying.
0: I'm oh, that's trying. what they're for. Yeah, I've been wondering what women have been doing with these for years.
1: I mean, like, they are like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not still with him now. So if that's,
0: and you th- does, yeah, that and give, does that give th- you a
1: kind of why. A sort of indication? Yeah, I mean, I, I do wonder whether or not he tells. He's
2: probably a story. married to some lady whose whose nose never bleeds.
3: Mm.
1: So this is the thing, like i know i know i know that we dunk on discussions of beauty standards but quite honestly what is it that women are supposed to do when the when the culture is just full of images of these women without bleeding noses exactly yeah
0: i think actually if men don't find a bleeding nose attractive what that is is internalized paedophilia <laughs>
2: Completely. you should have let the know your nose bleed in front of him and everyone would have been looking being like you know that's progress that's yeah, how we
0: a man, that's how if we if a man won't have sex with you while your nose is bleeding you should dump him that's my view
1: yeah I think that's right
0: if a man insists that your nose is bleeding while you have sex you should dump him too <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: the, yeah we a... won't we won't stoop to fetish we won't yeah, no those are the two, absolutely those are the not two,
1: those are the two possible scenarios so yeah no I don't know if I would find it especially embarrassing
2: I think uh, it's, it's well when something like this happens on a date it's almost humanizing it's like Oh, look at me! Like when something happens, which is kind of harmless, but shows that you're a little bit vulnerable. I think it's the op- an opportunity for the other person to be like, "Oh, you're you're being truthful with me. I I appreciate that. But by your nose bleeding, I realise that you're a person, and I can just and it's an opportunity for the date to show. Look how normal I am. I'm I'm reacting fine to this, which I think a lot of people yeah. are trying to show off on dates.
1: What these are my normal reactions. <laughs> look, so yeah. so
2: much of dating is.
0: I am normal I promise give me the chance to prove it to you yeah I, I mean especially as a man I feel oh completely like, beyond that your, your your initial thing even beyond I'm normal is I will not physically harm you like that's yeah. your that's your first thing you're trying to prove exactly you're um, like- and everything beyond that is a bonus really yeah um yeah i mean i think in in some ways i I suppose building on that if if your date's dental floss falls out of their pocket what you should immediately do in solidarity is shove a tampon up your nose that's what we've learned really exactly that's right so that's dating although although
1: in fairness those things are expensive so i'm not sure how happy i'd be
0: yeah and the floss has
1: probably been used precious tampons up my nose Mm. what's the floss doing in his pocket in the first place how do you get dental fl- floss in your into your pocket? Has he
2: been like taking floss with him so he can like floss like on the subway and he my, just? The man's sub-
0: hygienic.
1: So this is my um, this like, is my walking around floss.
0: Yeah, for emergencies. Yeah.
1: My travel floss. Has he
0: been using it to like tie Tra- children's loose teeth to door handles and things. Like is that is that his hobby? I beg your pardon. Yeah,
1: well, that's I a don't classic,
0: think he, isn't it? About like, the child's got wobbly teeth.
1: Classic for for who? What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like when a child has, yeah, has Milo, a wobbly tooth that, you? you're, that you're trying to pull out, you—I you mean, think with their consent—you you you tie the wobbly children's
1: tooth. teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not illegal. <laughs>
0: Can't stop me.
2: Uh, <laughs>
3: I, know we, I didn't think that
2: had to be floss. I, I've heard of that as a kid, you know, tying something to a, t- a wobbly tooth and just pulling it out or um, tying the other end to a
3: door
2: and slam in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: What? No, seriously, what <laughs> the baby, hell you are you talking about?
2: <laughs> you apparently don't have the sadistic parents that we do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, is this is this one of those things where it's like a cultural difference? Like, no, in no Jewish household have they ever tied a tooth to a door handle? Like, that's how you know that Rajiv and I are goya, is that <laughs> you're aware of this. Uh,
1: like, I am genuinely, like, I have literally never heard it's, of this. It's
2: It's a bit of an old gag. I don't think anyone's ever really done it. I can't imagine how you'd get the purchase around the tooth.
0: That that is really that would be my primary. So what, concern. so your
1: only concern is one of mecha- is one of mechanics. Yeah,
0: yeah pretty much.
2: Yeah,
1: I am.
0: Um, I mean, like, I did when I had wobbly teeth as a child. I just used to like just pull them out.
1: Yeah, like I was when was the they-
0: it? I was a I was a
2: real wet baby about the whole thing.
1: Uh, so you're uh, what like a kind of tooth hoarder?
2: I would just even if it was I would want it to be right right on the edge. I remember once I had one which was r- basically on the inch of coming out, but I. I didn't want to pull that tiny little last bit. So I had it in my mouth, basically out for a day, day and a half, until it finally, like, I think I knocked it and it and it fell
0: out. Okay. What what Rajiv needed in his life was George Costanza.
1: With his, yeah, effectively, with his dental floss lasso. Because uh, we
2: all remember, as soon as it comes out, the instant feeling of, oh, that was totally fine. I wish I'd done that a day and a half ago. Mm. Uh and George is just walking the streets of the upper west side, seeing uncomfortable children with their parents being like, Don't worry, I've got just the thing. Whips it out. Yeah. And this and this woman judges him for it, not me.
1: Well, I don't yes. think she's supposed to judge him for it. I think that he is so panicked by it that he blurts out something which he shouldn't which he shouldn't have said. Which mm. and it and there's a bit of exploration into the kind of into the power the dental
0: floss falls out and you're like oh this isn't for me this is for children
1: <laughs> this is for the children this, is to, I pull, hang out this with. is to pull out the children's teeth and then uh, yeah then you get Milo showing up with his gigantic book of statues like this I've looked it up this is not illegal <laughs>
2: what I'm saying is what I'm saying is I'm good with kids <laughs> women That's should right. like that
0: in a way I'm a dentist <laughs>
1: Sacked from my job as the mall Santa.
0: Amateur <laughs> dentist. <laughs> I'm oh, not man. a dentist, but I'll take De- a look. look t-shirt. I'm, like, I'm, not, like,
1: I'm not a professional, but I'm an enthusiastic amateur. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. In my spare
2: time, I'm an amateur dentist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one for the Australian CIA though.
1: I collect I collect children's teeth.
2: Mm. dentist dentistry is one of those things you can't have a keen interest in you either do it for a living or you you should not know anything about it
1: yeah i think that's right like taxidermy you can't be an amateur taxidermist i don't brush
0: my teeth because i'm not a pervert
2: (laughs) 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 that's for the professionals
0: to do exactly yeah Uh, Why would you? Why would you do it yourself when you can get a
1: professional? (laughs) (laughs) Amateur standing over the dentist. So Uh, notice that's a uh, Phillips head that you've
0: uh, (laughs) backseat driving your dentist. Like yeah, I just do it the similar way myself.
1: Yeah, no, I, I could have, I could have done this myself. Normally I do, but I thought I'd give you the work.
2: Tough Mm, time. The drill. (laughs) Yeah, nice bit of kit (laughs) there.
1: Yeah. Oh no no no. Yeah no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's fine. I mean, I wouldn't. maybe I wouldn't have done that myself, but... Uh, but
2: ah! <laughs> yeah, precisely. I can't believe it. The dentist tied some floss to my tooth, attached the other end to a, to a door and slammed it shut.
1: That's actually other the, other end the end to a medically comedian. recommended
0: procedure.
1: <laughs> gave the other end to somebody who has not one, not two, not three, but four podcasts.
0: <laughs> uh, it's actually two. <laughs> so, no matter how many podcasts I have, it's It's, it's still two. Just two. That's right. You can, you can list them if you want, but it'll still be two. Um, well, you're just relying yeah, on I mean, the fact
1: that no one can pronounce the name of your Russian podcast, so...
0: That's right, they can't. Um, <laughs> if, you want, uh, if you want your teeth pulled out, you might as well have it done by a comedian. You might as well get a chuckle out of it, have it done in a sort of slapstick, clownish way.
2: Yeah. That'd be funny. Also, maybe get some of the, uh, the, the, the gas they have,
0: which is supposed to make you all giggly, so it'd be easier oh, for yeah. a comedian. a a, a french mimes pulling out my teeth with an invisible rope
2: (laughs) how was it it was like pulling teeth oh well that's good
0: (laughs) (laughs) when when dentists say that they say it in a positive way that's just like a normal day for them it was like pulling teeth which is what you would expect yeah Yeah. thank you for the thank you
1: for the explanation otherwise i'm sure that no one could possibly possibly have arrived at it on their own
0: yeah, good. I li- I, this is an all-access podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't expect people to finish their own bits. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, you, know, you don't, you which don't, actually, you don't expect people me... to pull
1: out their own teeth. You don't expect people to finish their own bits.
0: Exactly. This brings me to uh, the other subplot of the episode, which I've just remembered, which is Kramer's make-your-own-pizza restaurant. Yeah. Yes. Which he's trying to set up and trying to get people to invest money in. And throughout the episode, George and Jerry poo-poo consistently. And Jerry says... Like, uh, Kramer, nobody's ever going to want to make their own pizza. And I I disagree. Like, that is... You actually think think that's a pretty solid idea? Well, I think... I I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but it certainly would be a success because I'm pretty sure many such establishments exist. Like, that, if anything, the experience economy, like, 30 years later, has proven Kramer solidly right about that idea.
2: We say that, but I don't... I can't think of this ever being... The closest I've got to this was when I was 13 years old. We had a small school trip to a Pizza Express where they coached us into making our own
3: pizzas.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was was a very strange time, actually. Afterwards, they gave us all these forms and our parents... uh, Never mind. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it was... um, That's the only time. Even though thinking so often these things tend to be proved years later, someone does it. Why aren't people doing a Build Your Own Pie station?
0: I'm sure they. Do. I'm sure on Groupon, this is a uh, popular. Drag. Yeah, I was. I was once gifted for my birthday a, a a sushi making class at Yo Sushi. Which, first of all, if I was going to learn how to make sushi, I wouldn't want to learn it from <laughs> Yo Sushi. That's like getting yeah. a fucking like di- like a cooking course at McDonald's. Like <laughs> what? Like no. Um, but then you ever then wanted to deep
2: thing- fry stuff? Yeah, but
0: (laughs) but then the whole thing was like deeply like sort of Kafkaesque, where like every time I attempt, you had to like it wasn't for a particular day or time. You had to like ring a yo yo sushi, tell them that you had this voucher, and try and arrange. Like coming into your local Yo Sushi to have this class like at a time of your convenience. But like almost every Yo sushi I rang were like, Oh yeah, we don't actually offer that here. And then like we're talking to me as though I was a weirdo
1: like just someone who just rings up Yo sushi just going, Oh I wanna come in. I wanna come in and make the sushi
0: <laughs> I want to be an intern at Yo Sushi for like four hours. And then um and then it's like no, you're I'm trying not to say to them like I'm a I kid. An
1: amateur. <laughs> yeah, but
0: I didn't choose this I don't want to learn how to make sushi either But it would be rude <laughs> To not even attempt to use this gift That I've been given and, must, uh,
2: be, must be really annoying Just like working at Yo Sushi Every now and then Just because some idiot in upper management Has decided that this is a great way for them To make a little bit of extra mm. money You have to yeah. go from like Making the, wor- <laughs> the world's worst sushi And now you have to teach <laughs> someone else How to do it <laughs>
0: Yeah like, like why why are you here? I'm Romanian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about sushi. Um You said it you, y- sorry, yeah, you mean, said it,
1: was, it you said it you said it was Kafkaesque. Did you wake up one morning well, I, and not, find I, that you'd been transformed I into a sushi, sushi chef? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck on my bed, legs in the air. Um uh no, it was it was more like the trial. Uh, than the metamorphosis in that I I rang various Yo Sushis like four or five times attempting to arrange this and every time they directed me to a different Yo Sushi in the greater London area (laughs) and every time that Yo Sushi was like no or we don't have any slots in the next month and I'm like how popular is this fucking sushi making course at the world's worst sushi restaurant (laughs) like I want to learn to make sushi but not well I want to be able to make very mediocre to, sushi. To
2: be honest, I think in a situation like that, it's not so much a want to make sushi; it's it's a want to have have this be in your past already. Like someone's gifted this to me, let's just get this done, okay? That's what if that's I what I it, feel
1: about great. all experience gifts. I think experience gifts are, oh, yeah. are a fucking crock. I want an item. Uh, I want stuff. I've
2: stopped <laughs> giving them because it's yeah. just
0: it's I, I I can't I can't give people that burden anymore
1: yeah it's such it is such a burden mm.
0: we should do a make your own podcast experience
1: yeah being friends with riley that is the make your <laughs> okay. own podcast experience
0: the number of like podcasts you can connect with red string to riley is quite worrying
1: yeah that's true
0: i mean what we need in this he's world like, he's is like, more the podcasts. Po- he's like the
1: podcast daddy like if, mm. if, if 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 god forbid anything should happen to riley all the podcasts would just like wither and die They just like kind of pop out of existence.
2: Well, people don't know if you want to start a podcast, you have to approach Riley first and like kiss his ring and he makes you drink this like Canadian wine and you're not allowed to make any jokes. You have to be like, oh, you know, it is. is." Oh, you know what? You have to have that kind of tone as well. Being like, oh, I'm I'm surprised. This is better than I expected. Uh, And then you're allowed to go (laughs) make, you're allowed to like take the bus back to where you live and make a small podcast about like wrestling or
0: something. Yeah, me- men will literally make a podcast in conjunction with going to therapy. <laughs> um, it's a one-two punch that works well. God, podcasting for therapy is a lot like just like
2: knowing that you're passing your problems on to somebody else who isn't trained. Mm. Yeah. It probably gets the yeah, same, exactly. same job done. It's a
0: lot like um, the Yo Sushi sushi making class in that <laughs> respect. <laughs> just showing up at yo sushi being like yeah i'm not really very good at making this salmon nigiri and they're like neither are we it's yo sushi (laughs) (laughs) i once actually went to a. I never went to the yo sushi sushi making class for this reason um but i did go at some point before that to one of my friends has a very pretentious wife and they were having a birthday birthday party for him and she decided to make it into a japanese themed party and i'm like okay I'd say they wanted everyone to dress up so I didn't Um, and we showed up and then she was like yeah I've made sushi for everyone and we're like oh okay that's cool and then uh, and I my friend who's like very into food he'd gone out and bought like really expensive sashimi grade fish for it so the ingredients were nice and then we showed up and we were all like quite hungry because it was like a bit it was like a bit late in the day for lunch it was like that kind of timing oh yeah and then she was like, oh, I thought it would be more fun if we all made the sushi ourselves. And I'm like, no, it fucking wouldn't. <laughs> I was hoping to show up and there would be sushi, which I could eat. Because uh, no man. one can make their own sushi. Like most, There were only two people there out of like the assembled 15 who were any good at it. So they had to make everyone else's sushi <laughs> because whenever anyone else attempted it, it was horrendous. And so for that, it like just took ages for everyone to eat <laughs> even the semblance of a meal. <laughs>
2: You just know that you're gonna sort of like sneak off with a little bit of rice and soy sauce, and just think, I know, I'll just fill up on this, and then I'll make one or two <laughs> rolls of sushi so that everyone lo- it looks like I'm participating. <laughs> and then on the w- and then on the on, on the way home, I'll grab something else.
0: Yeah, it's just like smugly sitting there with your roll. I've been on a yo sushi course, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay,
1: uh, so I think what we've established here is that we actually think that uh, Kramer's allegedly crackpot idea is a good one.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, so I, I suppose it, it leaves us to sort of cover cover the main well, not, plot not, issue. Not, not,
1: a, not a good one, but definitely one that has legs. It is, I, I should... Not
0: good with a capital like, you G, know, just, but you know, good it in probably, an economic it sense. It probably
1: would work. Yeah, uh, probably. could like make he
0: him would secure some investment.
1: Money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it is the first appearance of uh, Kramer's pretend corporation, Kramerica Industries.
2: Yeah, America. an absolutely That's excellent name. It isn't that Kramerica Industries. Name. That's pretty much every that well, no matter his crackpot schemes in the future, they are all come um, under Kramerica Industries, I believe.
1: Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's mm. brilliant. It's such a good, it's such a good name. If you had, if you had a corporation, what would you call it? Oh man. What do you call your, your corporation? I've thought about, I've thought about this uh, in the last uh, few seconds. And I've, I've got a name for mine. I'd call mine Phoebe Mineral.
0: Phoebe Mineral. Yeah. That's quite charming. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what my villainous corporation is called. Mm. Like, our, like our labor conditions are like absolutely disgusting. Uh, but uh, we do take care to use the right pronouns. So, mm. so that's yeah. that's that's the ethos of Phoebe Mineral. Some X's in that name. Yeah, we've yeah, yeah we've uh, we've 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 been responsible for the death squad executions of quite a lot of uh, union leaders in the global south. But
2: yeah, but fifty-fifty split.
1: But uh, we, gender-wise, on, on our killing and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, we will. Those death squads
0: are very. They diverse. are very diverse death yeah. squads,
1: and uh, yeah, and uh, we also uh, will teach you how to make your own sushi. So, yeah, that's what uh, that's what life uh, is like working. working that's here. what oh. life is like we'll working for Phoebe uh, Mineral.
2: We say yeah. we'll teach you. We've got these um, these vouchers for your sushi. <laughs> <laughs> you, can <just> <laughs> <laughs> you can just fulfill that whenever you want. We invented the vouchers, yeah. in
1: fact.
0: We employ a great number of pods, you Bastards. Uh, people of Death <laughs> Squad.
1: Um,
0: yeah, maybe I'd call my, uh, my corporation the uh, Yo Sushi Voucher Fulfillment Department <laughs> because so many people would ring you up who you could uh, trick into attending your like, below par sushi making course.
1: Okay, cool.
0: I mean, you, you've got a cool name, so you could you could spin
2: something off there. You could do you could teach people how to make low main and you could call it my lo, m y l o, oh. something like that. Mm. Possibilities are endless. Yeah, I could call maybe call my. I, I found out. I thought my name meant because Raj means king. I thought it meant something to do with king, but like half of the words um, in uh, in Hindi, it just means lotus. So maybe I could call mine Lotus Industries. We could make... Um,
0: oh, yeah.
1: yeah, Lotus Industries, I like it. You, you could uh, call
0: yourself the, the Carrier's Service.
2: Carrier's Service, there it is. Giving people the advice. Car- yeah, car- Carrier's... It kind of lends itself to puns in a halfway, but not really. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs>
1: my my, yeah. uh, my last name uh, really does mean king. So, there you go. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: mm. Roy means king.
0: In what, go. in Latin?
1: No, in... um.
0: Well, in French for a kickoff.
1: Well, um, um, yeah, but in, the, in, the, in, in this in, case, in, in both Hindi and Bengali.
2: Oh, well, that'll explain Raj and Roy. Indeed. Yeah.
1: I, I, love, I love
2: coming on podcasts and getting schooled on <laughs> oh, Indian, <yeah>. this Indian <laughs> <is> culture.
0: <laughs> you're, you're listening to the Indo-European <laughs> Roots podcast, uh, where we talk about the, uh, the subsets of words which are actually common across uh, many European and Asian languages.
2: We've got Um, more in common than you think, guys.
0: Yeah. Do you know that the verb to stand in all uh, Indo-European languages contains that root st? Yeah,
1: I didn't know that. I actually did. I actually didn't know that. That's actually quite interesting. From a philological perspective,
0: I learned at university. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly this enough, this is like the only my... Seinfeld podcast that would go to that place. I think.
2: Oddly <laughs> enough, in my open module in beginner Spanish, of which I bunked half of my lessons, I didn't, I didn't, didn't cover that.
0: Well, there you go. That's why you came on this podcast. Just, uh, yeah, just, know, to, just, to just to
1: do some Sanskrit chat. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of death squads, is there a podcast called? <sighs> yeah. Is there <laughs> seamless? Is there a podcast called Death Pod?
0: Uh, probably yeah. uh, it's He's talking likely, about death. It? Yeah,
1: it's just the it's just the it's just the death podcast
0: a bunch of people who used to work in a death squad discussing that and how you know their recovery from it an
1: episode of you're wrong about but it's about death squads
0: yeah uh, men men will go will <laughs> we'll be, literally in be in a
1: death squad and start a podcast about it
0: and and then go to therapy and then
1: have to go to therapy probably for the rest of their lives
0: yeah exactly Um, too many men bottle it up the death squad years Um, so anyway the the main plot of the Seinfeld episode was this thing about him having this friend who he continues to hang out with out of politeness
1: Um, actually and yeah and and George comes up with the suggestion that he breaks up with him like he would break up with a woman so he should just think of it as like a kind of relationship breakup and I actually Mm. weirdly think that this is not such terrible life advice Hmm.
0: Well, because then they have the scene It's very like parodical where he is essentially doing like classic bake up tropes like it's not me, it's, it's not you, it's me, etc. And then the guy starts crying. I mean, that that bit of it is quite absurd and sort of doesn't really work, I think, as a bit. Yeah, start it's, crying it's interesting,
1: is- actually, because you can always tell when they uh, or rather if you have watched the entire series, which uh, Milo, I recognize that you have not. Um, no. but which is at least part of thank you for mm, seeing and hearing at me. least is part of the point of this podcast and uh something that I will be bringing up repeatedly. Mm. Uh you can always you can quite frequently see when they had like the kind of the germ of an idea of something in the very very early episode that they that they couldn't quite make work but they think has legs so they kind of bring it back many seasons hence. Um and kind of make something proper out of it. And they have a similar thing much, much later on where Jerry has a friend who, who he has a kind of weird, needy friend from childhood who he's trying to break up with. And they clearly thought that while well, they're trying to pretend like it's a kind of relationship breakup just didn't quite work. So we'll have to do it sort of slightly differently. And uh, yeah, mm. and it worked, and it works much better. Well, there it's, you go. So we're seeing first as
0: tragedy and then, then as farce will come later. Yeah. And then, Except in this context, farce is good because it's a it's a sitcom. Yeah.
1: And then the, um, and before you know it, you find yourself yanking children's teeth out.
0: And-
2: yeah, it gets very weird towards the end of this series. <laughs> <laughs> Season um, nine episode where Kramer starts up his own dentistry
1: practice. Has there ever been a there's an interesting preoccupation with dentistry and dentists in Seinfeld, actually. Uh, they, they, think, they think that the dentists are uh, a, a sort of pretty kind of naturally funny profession. And I don't know why mm. that should necessarily be the case, because I don't think there's anything funny about dentists. I have nothing but respect for dentists. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> wanna, dentists. I want to make that an clear. An amusing group of people, <laughs> no, in my no, opinion. No, no, no. This, is, this, is, this is the dentist respecter pod.
0: Oh, you respect dentists? We respect dentists. You don't find them funny? Mm. You think dentists are boring, but worthy of, of, uh, of respect?
1: No, I think dentists are the most wonderful people in the world. Okay. now oh, um, <laughs> uh,
0: Now's probably a good time for me to
2: plug my new podcast, Dentists Are Cunts. <laughs> uh, dentists Are Cunts, Sorry, Dentists Are Cunts pod, all one word, at, on, on Twitter. Um, yeah. If, if anyone wants to listen to that, it's, it's uh, just me. Uh, one <laughs> yeah. episode really yeah, railing uh, against dentists. I had dentist I had once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. specifically one guy really.
0: Uh actually <laughs> come to, actually come to think of it he was a, a pharmacist. And uh, you know what? Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> my my ex-wife's boyfriend who happens to be
1: <laughs> who a dentist. He simply happens to be a dentist.
2: Yeah. I guess yeah. there is a lot of comedy in the dentist trope because in the dentist character because they're familiar. Everybody knows them. Everybody goes to them. Um mm. They are historically supposed to be kind of scary, but also somehow mm. boring. Also, yeah. almost always w- like white collar. Um, so it would make sense that you could find some decent comedy in it because it's kind of going to the dentist should be kind of menial, but mm. it's, it can be unique enough when mm. weird things happen. Also, it can be traumatic for a lot of people. It's perfect it's mm.
0: fodder.
1: There is There is a- got that
0: tiny little sink. I find that suspicious why is yeah. it so small get rid of it
1: what,
0: the, the little sink yeah the little sink it's too small I like the it's little not. sink it's not incorrect you like I it. like the little sink really and I thing. like
1: dentists
0: yeah this is interesting <laughs> I
2: it all yeah. depends on whether you've got traumatic experiences with them I, I quite like the dentist even though I had to have four adult teeth out when I was uh, 12 when or 13 I was 13. a child <laughs> yeah
1: Milo yeah. shows up mm. swinging his dental floss
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, but the, the age sir. gap between this dentist and his clients <laughs> is very problematic.
2: But, uh, what, do, do, Phoebe? Did you have you just had exclusively good times at the dentist? If so, can I have their number because uh, I quite
0: like that. You, Phoebe shows up and they're just like <laughs> cracking teeth, Roy, as always. <laughs> On you go. Well,
1: no, actually, I, actually, I've had some, I've had some unpleasant dental. Dental. we shared, oh, shared
0: ups and downs. Right? Yeah, Being the dentist. But
1: I just, but I've just got such a lot of. Re- I was there when his such, wife passed. Such a lot of respect uh, for for the dental profession, and I think, frankly, they should be paid uh, footballers' wages. <laughs>
0: it's very funny to take a profession who are already quite well paid and say they should be paid footballers' <laughs> <Yeah>. wages. <laughs> I'm just saying, what like, I uh, <laughs> you know what I think? You know what I think? Championship footballers should be paid Premier League footballers' wages. <laughs> I tell you what, it's not a popular opinion these days, but that's what I think.
1: I think that Premier League footballers should be paid oil barons' wages. That's what I think.
0: <laughs> mm. That's right. Uh,
1: yeah, I know, like, in all honesty, I don't really have any particular feelings about dentists. I just thought it was a funny bit. But,
0: just being dishonest, as per yeah, usual.
1: Yeah, well... I've been spending a lot of time around the architects and they've been teaching me how to lie. <laughs> yeah.
0: What well, My favourite thing about going to the dentist is that when they are examining your teeth, they call out messages in code to the dental nurse who nods and like presses keys on the computer as though, as though there, there is some sort of like Enigma-type system that you're not allowed to be privy to. They're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, D-43, 9, and then she just sort of nods and presses a single key. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yeah what does that mean
2: yeah you're not allowed to be told yeah like, that's the thing it's kind of it's got, maybe it's one of those things where if if you knew how simple it was you would th- I mean, you would no
1: longer <laughs> trust the dentist
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah like, they're just the equivalent of what they saying just like yeah that's a tooth <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i yeah, can yeah. confirm yeah these are all these are all teeth these are classic teeth yeah brenda chalked <laughs> that one up as a tooth <laughs> yeah
1: this one uh, Yeah No
2: that's a Oh fucking hell It's another tooth It's another tooth oh, This is a This is a tiny
0: bit of sweet corn huh? Yeah <laughs> You're just like How are my teeth And he's like Probably fine like, probably You've fine. got approximately The correct number the, It's within I 10 w-
2: the, We might have stumbled onto A new comedy character Mechanic dentist Alright open them up Alright let's have a look uh, <laughs> they, These are all gonna have to go These are gonna, yeah, yeah, these
1: <laughs> are gonna
2: have to go Oh yeah so, these, these,
0: have, <laughs> these have worn paper thin mate <laughs>
1: Uh, look, so you've had look, a cowboy you Look, look, look going to have to replace all of those. You, like you see what you see what this tooth is supposed to do. You see it's supposed to do this, and it's actually doing this. And uh, then he just uh, like sho- uh, and then he just like shows up just like shows up with his like kind of crowbar and just like just smashes your teeth up. <laughs> and then Tell uh, you what,
2: leave this leave leave this, leave with, this me. with us.
1: I'll 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 ring you in a couple of hours and give you a quote. And then like calls yeah. back later and you owe them you owe them fifteen thousand pounds. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to see if we've got a part. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I'm enjoying this bit. Um, because the dentist I just goes any- out and shouts for a bloke
0: called Darren. Because
1: I enjoy anything to do with dentists. Because I love dentists that much. That's
0: Pro-dentist right. vibes. Dentist, the mechanics of the mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that little also sink de- is the nightclub of the mouthwash.
0: There we go. That is true. Yeah. There we go. Draining out through a hole in the bottom.
3: Yeah,
2: Jerry could have, Jerry's. I'm. I'm sure Jerry's got plenty of dental material. Mm. Um, he could. He could manage
0: it quite well.
1: There is uh, dental
0: material is what I call my teeth.
1: There is an episode <laughs> later on, uh, where he starts telling jokes about dentists, and he gets branded by the dentist community as an anti-dentite. And, oh, amazing. Uh, also, the-
0: it's kind of a similar trajectory to the Alan Partridge episode where he angers the farmers. Yeah,
1: except exactly. it came first by many years.
0: Well, I, d- well, I mean, I didn't say that it, it came it, after. Actually, it,
2: it might not have, because they, they did overlap. Part- they... The Partridge Farm episode
0: was probably around
1: well, n- 96, 97. N- n- no, surely not. I'm, I, think, mm. I think. I
0: think I think first series of Partridge was 97, second series was 2002.
1: I think and
2: the farmers is the first series.
1: I think the I think Alan I think am yeah. Alan Partridge is 98. I'm not positive, but I think it's I think it's 98.
0: Split it down the middle. Call it June 97.
1: So then there might have been, but Seinfeld, Seinfeld finished in 97. So even if there was an overlap, mm. it's not going to be that much of an overlap.
2: I think Jerry probably wouldn't have deliberately upset the, the, the dentist while Partridge very much came for the farmers and then was unflinching when they came
0: for him.
1: Yeah, he... Uh, that's
0: right. Uh, and that's why Alan Partridge isn't a coward like Jerry <laughs> Exactly. Seinfeld.
2: Partridge stands by his words. He does.
1: Alan Partridge fucks Jerry... around and finds out.
2: Yeah, Jerry mm. Seinfeld, on the other hand, pisses people off. He does nothing. He complains to his little friends about it. And then that's it. He always backs down. He never Like a pussy.
0: Exactly. Un- like he backed down from the friend. As soon as the friend started crying, he was like, please take my basketball tickets. He let down his actual friend, George Costanza. Yeah, that's true. Also, in favour of a man he doesn't even like.
2: George and um, what's the name of the guy he's trying to, to, to break up with? Joel. Joel. Yeah. Yeah, George and Joel, they're actually very similar. The only difference is that Joel is quite rude to the waitress, which is, you know, a, a classic sign of someone is... A way of a quick way yeah. to tell the audience that this person is a bad man, patronising yeah, to the audience I mean, if about If I was on turkey. Twitter right now,
0: I'd describe that as a red flag.
2: Exactly. I don't. I'd never eaten turkey, so I wasn't really. Under, I didn't really understand what he said. You never eat in turkey. I have never. I was pretty much raised a vegetarian, so I've never eaten turkey.
0: Oh, you've never eaten turkey? Sorry, I thought you said, I've n- I never eat in turkey. I was like, well, that's very oh, specific. <laughs> in turkey. I was like, was he rude to the waiter in Turkish?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I got into an accident there, and now they don't serve me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a, I annoyed the Rassip tape Erdogan, and now <laughs> I'm no longer permitted to enjoy kebabs.
2: I'm, I'm allowed to go there, they just don't let me eat. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's your punishment. You're allowed to look upon it. You're allowed to see other people enjoying delicious <laughs> Turkish mete, but you're not allowed to partake.
2: Yeah, I, don't, like I, don't know why, I don't know why I keep going there. To be honest,
0: <laughs> every time you crawl towards the doner kebab, it moves further away from you. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, yeah. It's, uh, I thought that was kind of unusual. How the guy he's friends with is actually quite similar to George. He looks a lot like when in later episodes, in a later episode where George wears a wig. It kind of does look a bit like George. Um, mm. So I kind of thought, okay, so he doesn't like Joel, but he's fine with George. Bit unusual. I guess if you've got two friends who are very similar, you are a bit like, well, I don't need both of these guys. Give one of yeah, them the boot. Sorry.
0: It's a bit like when you get two Christmas gifts that are very similar and you just choose which one you like marginally more and then the other one you either return if that's possible or re-gift.
2: Yeah, so you're a bit like Yosushi, Wasabi, Wasabi. Yeah. I guess Yosushi, I'll take this one. <laughs> yeah
0: your choice is yo sushi or not going to yo sushi and i chose not going <laughs> i don't know if that if that voucher is still in date probably not this is my birthday last year so yeah no it was, it was the year before that fuck yeah no it's definitely out of date
2: i now, i made it? i made some sushi for the first for my my myself a few months ago but i'm very mm. much of the i'm the type of chef who if i don't have a, a, an unusual thing i would just won't use it and if i don't uh and if, if it says, oh, use like a sushi mat, I was like, nope, I'll just use my hands. So it came out fine, <laughs> but I'm glad no Japanese people saw it.
1: That's what happened. That's, yeah, what, that's actually what happened to me when I endeavors. tried to do my amateur dentistry. They, they, offered, <laughs> they offered me the, the chair and the seat and I just said, no, nope, no, I'll just use my hands. Just,
2: just yeah. lie down. Yeah, you can just lie down on the bed. Just kind of, just um, kind of, cu- just
1: kind of cupped my hands under their under their yeah. mouth, just like just spit out your bloody teeth into there.
2: This is the little sink. You know? Yeah,
0: they're bleeding. <laughs> You're just shoving tampons in their mouth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that- yeah, exactly. That actually is very similar to something dentists do put in your mouth.
1: Point of view. Yeah, I true. am the sink. So kind of, it's like this gets. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's, that's your kink <laughs> is
0: being the dentist sink. Yeah. Spit on me, <sighs> daddy. Yeah. Um. That's right. Yeah, that makes. That makes sense. It, I mean, just imagine like conducting a bit of amateur, like getting the yosushi voucher, but for the dentist, <laughs> <laughs> you get to have the experience of learning to be a dentist for an afternoon. You know, you and know, you're there's... in there, and they're like, "Yeah, you should probably use the dental drill for this." And you're like, "No, it's fine. I've got I'll just, just use my hands. <laughs> I'll just use my car keys. <laughs>
1: just use my hands." Um,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, you can you can go for like zookeeper experience days. So I imagine it's much the same
0: thing. Mm. Do we have animal dentistry? <laughs>
1: You know, you know that there's, like... The
0: zookeeper experience is, like, really dark, actually. They lock you in there and you can do whatever you want to the animals. Oh, God. that's the, the zoo's going bankrupt and they're having to, like, up the experience. Like, honestly, like, pay us a grand and we won't ask you any questions.
2: <laughs> I think this is a, the plot of an episode of The Mighty Boosh where the zoo isn't making any money, so they decide to have a boxing match between the kangaroo and Howard Moon.
1: Oh, yeah, they do do that, don't
2: they? Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And now you, oh, yeah, have, why, and now you have in, in, in pu- and now you have in public uh, admitted that you have that that clearer memory of the uh, plots of the mighty boot. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, like yeah, that's happened. It's fine. Yeah,
2: well, forgotten important things, mm. but
0: you know you got to keep but
1: still remember got to keep the kangaroo the Boosh plots
0: in your head. Boxing match. On that note, Nate yesterday saw me showed me, showed me a video of uh, an Australian skydiver. Landing and a kangaroo bounding over to him, and he goes, Oh, what's up, Skip? And then the kangaroo just immediately starts punching him, and then he kind of like <laughs> runs away from it, but hindered by the parachute, going, Ah, oh, fuck off. Ah, oh, you little freak. <laughs> it's just, it's such a like beautiful, That's like turns on a dime of just him being like, Oh, what's up, Skip? And then he's like, Ah, oh, fuck <laughs> off.
1: That's very funny.
0: What a country.
1: You know, there are yeah. medical fetishists, right? Oh yeah. Are there dental I mean, are there dental fetishists? Can you
0: hundred percent what a stupid question. Well, it's not a stupid question. Yeah.
1: I've never I've never heard of them and I've never seen any like dental fetish.
0: Phoebe, you sections. don't you don't need to have heard of them. You know you know they exist because there is always a kink for anything you can think that of. That is yeah. the stupidest just the, thing. Just, I've just ever the fact heard. that you've said it just the fact that you said it means that it now exists. Well, you summoned it, you, it into you, you,
1: existence.
0: You
2: summoned it yeah. into existence. Exactly. The
0: Australian no, CIA de- is making people horny for dentists <laughs> as we speak, as a direct result of you saying that. A- and,
1: and crocodiles. True. It's a yeah. su- okay. Um, sorry, there is a dental fetish, but it is a subset of a medical fetish. So yeah. Yeah, I guess. You it, feel stupid now, not me.
2: You've got you um, semantics. You've got really, a, com- isn't it? a comfy seat already. Set that that can be related to sex. You've got the mouth is the focus, sexual area. Mm.
0: Uh, vulnerability, latex.
1: The mouth is uh, not a yeah. sexual area. do would be so disgusting.
0: <laughs> children with their teeth tied to door handles. <laughs> That's, you know, could be sexual to some.
2: <laughs> Darling, put the children in the other room and tie some floss to their teeth. like you're not actually abusing the children in
0: any way it's merely the idea that the children in a different room have their teeth tied to a door handle
2: if you need some private time with your lady you get you let the kids go in the other room and pull each
0: other's teeth out that's right it's a useful distraction
2: um yeah i think almost certainly i guess if you've if you've been into medical fetish stuff for many years you probably would get more specific being like Mm. oh i only get horny for like uh irrigation syringes Yeah, Yeah. I pretend I, like, work with the (laughs) x-rays. You know, you can take yourself in all sorts of corners.
0: Yeah, because you vaccinate me for rubella. (laughs) Like, it needs to actually be a live vaccine or it doesn't get you off at all.
2: (laughs) I've been a bad, bad boy. I've exposed myself to rubella (laughs) and I need a vaccine.
1: (laughs) One of the suggestions on this website is that you should get an impression tray. Um, which are a great medical ball gag. And there are materials online if your sub actually wants to do an, a dental impression during your session. Make sure you read the instructions carefully. I think that's <laughs> very funny. Yeah. You
0: don't want to come out with uh, some, you know, retainers sort of sili- that don't yeah, fit. That's sort
1: of silicon kind of jammed in your mouth. <laughs> I wonder do you think if- they would...
0: Like a really dark timeline where uh, medical care has become so expensive that the cheapest way to sort your teeth out is to pay (laughs) a sex worker to uh, do dental kink on you. (laughs) Very good. Very
2: good. I'm just getting my teeth checked. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. This was the only way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or medical care becomes so cheap that you're getting sucked off at the dentist.
2: (laughs) It'd be quite funny if you were, like, getting down to this, like, sexually and be like, oh, let's try some dentist play or whatever. And that's when you found out you had a real problem. Being, like, I'm looking at this impression and um, there's something wrong with your underbite. We, we better get this checked out. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to find out.
0: Yeah, that would be unfortunate. Getting, getting, I mean, it, the hardest to get you've ever come. Getting told and to also... get that
1: checked out by the medical fetishist. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, yeah, keep telling... No, I'm, I'm serious. W- remind me of your safe word is, again, you- you've got to... We-, we actually have to go now.
0: Getting getting so into medical kink that over time you develop a genuine <laughs> medical competence and decide to retrain. <laughs> That's how I discovered my what vocation. Made,
2: what made you want to be a doctor? Uh, well, flashback to, like, a 15-person orgy where you're, like, <laughs> wearing a surgical mask, one of those, like like, a stethoscope being like, Finally, it all makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, well, I guess we should, we should probably close this out by talking about the final, the final bit, yes. um, which yeah. is where uh, Jerry talks about how uh, there's, no, there's no like procedure for hanging out with a friend that you have nothing in common with. But what he recommends is presenting that you're a talk show host who's interviewing them. But the problem is that there isn't a point at which you can go like, oh, sorry, I'm out of time. Thanks for coming on. And everyone is like hooting and hollering at this. Mm. But it doesn't, it doesn't quite, it's, it's not doesn't, really it advice. Doesn't quite quite
1: it does quite make
3: sense, does it? It's, it's, a just,
2: bit, it's a weird bit. I think <laughs> Elaine, Elaine has a line in that scene, which I think is like by far and away the best line mm. of the show, which she, this is the first time we see her the whole episode, right? In the very, mm. One of the very last scenes, which is very strange. Um. Mm. But she says to him at the start of that um, scene, "Should we go out and get something to eat?" And then he goes, "Sure. What do you want to get?" And she goes, "Oh, I don't care. I'm not hungry." <laughs> which, which I think is far funnier than anything he he says about this sort of talk show host thing. It's a
0: great. It's a great satire of uh, of women as a genre, in my view. <laughs> yeah.
1: W- women it's as I've, a grown, women I've gone out with lots of women sh- and that really describes w- their whole life. Women vibe. as a women genre. As genre.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you, know, you know, like women's books, women's pens, women's
1: women.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> women's women
0: which, sounds like a really nineteenth century term for lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> women's I mean, women, I'm you sure, know the ones.
2: I'm sure that is that, that restaurant thing has been associated with women, but I think men are probably just as guilty this thing of like should we mm. do something? Sure, what should we do? I don't know, you decide. But uh, yeah, that, it's quite a good... Um, and then, and then that, that leads to Joel arriving with Kramer. Jerry realises that Joel went to the game with Kramer. Mm. And that's this, this does tie into this... You, you, the more you guys watch... Uh, Milo, the more you discover Seinfeld, the more you'll realise that... The funny thing about New York in the 90s is there were only about 10 people.
0: That's, that's right, it. that's what I gather, yeah. And at least this four this- of them were dentists. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. So you've got these guys, you've got a couple of Jerry's friends and then Newman and that's it. So like out of all the other people in New York that that Joel might have gone to the game with, he goes with Kramer. Of course. That's
0: it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It makes perfect well, sense.
1: He asked his dentist, but his dentist was at a sushi rolling workshop. So you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with,
0: that dentist stole George my
2: George Costanza, obviously, you know, they, they, t- they tie it up. Yeah. They do.
0: They do, yeah, because there's only one Yo Sushi in all of New York that offers it, so it's quite likely that if you book a workshop, you will end up at the same one as George Costanza. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I think it should pro- probably le- probably oh. leave it there. We've uh, closed it. With yeah, quick. I think that's
0: a good that's a good note on which to end. Finish,
1: finished off the episode. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it leaves us only to thank Rajiv very much for coming on. Thank you very much indeed. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Do you
1: have anything that you uh, want to plug while you're here? Uh,
2: I'd say follow me on twitter I, I i feel like i've really been hitting some home runs on there recently and more people <laughs> can Fantastic. um uh apart from that st- stay indoors um yeah. and uh, yeah. listen to <laughs>
0: remain indoors <laughs>
2: <laughs> remain indoors uh yeah and listen to uh th- more of this podcast but you already are so yeah, yeah There you go Yeah
0: and thank you very much To uh, the Australian CIA For <laughs> listening to this As they always as do As they always do That's right Do you think they now Have to listen to it Because we've mentioned them Like their technology Will have picked it up And they're like Oh fuck another podcast Yeah, yeah here we go up. Yeah.
1: That's what I think
0: That's right Alright well we're, until... given, we're
2: given a job To some Australian Desk jockey You know <laughs> yeah. And also We've probably awoken a, a medical fetish In him as well So he's going to yeah go home and buy a whole load of like, dental stuff online.
1: We're we, we nothing if not job creators.
0: It ends so many careers at the Australian Secret Service. <laughs> dental fetishism. You can't focus on protecting the international interests of the country of Australia if you're horned up for teeth, mate.
1: I, I don't think the dental fetishes are horned up for teeth. I think they're horned up for dental equipment. So you're the one I mean, who looks I, I stupid guess it, it depends. There, not me. <laughs> it
0: depends on the, the dental. And process, now we it?
2: know. And now we know why Phoebe likes dentists so much. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Finally got to it. Okay. Now we know I she didn't want to
0: disrespect any of them. That's all right. Well, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye-bye.